when you are selling something, you need to be omnipresent. That means people can't open up their Instagram without somebody or you talking about it. So you need to be omnipresent. That's your goal. And one of the best ways to be omnipresent is to look at distribution. That means who else besides you is sharing it mm -hmm. and frequency. Mm -hmm. How often are you sharing it? Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And and I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. And I'm literally back from a six day. Well, the road trip was five days, but I was with mom for six days driving her from Arizona. Yep. All the way back to Wisconsin, which is the coolest tradition. So my brother in spring, I'm sorry, in fall, drives her from her Wisconsin home out to Arizona and they make a little vacation out of it, make memories. And then I take her back in the yep. spring like this. Because she we, spends winters in Arizona. Yeah. And from we Wisconsin. Had the best trip ever. Matter of fact, I did an episode on this. You don't know this, Lori, but halfway through the trip, I did a podcast on my own show about like making memories a priority. Mm. So go check that one out. That's awesome. So mom and I, when we're on the trip, here's where I'm going with this. When we're on the trip, we spent a lot of the time talking. Matter of fact, the whole first day, 11 hour day of driving, we only talked. We didn't turn on the radio once. We didn't turn on a book or a podcast like we do. Talked for 11 hours. Wow. And it's because even growing up, we're the same way. She loves business and I love mm -hmm. business, right? So she gets me talking about business and then I just chit chat away and she asks more questions. She's a great question asker. Great question asker. And she... You know, in another life, she would have been a fantastic entrepreneur, you know, but that's not where her life took her on in this case. But she's always had an extreme interest in it. So we talked about everything under the sun from raising money and how do you place a valuation on a, a company and when do you sell and what are your options to sell the company? And then we talked about our podcast. How do you get more numbers? Like we talked about everything. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I thought was applicable, because you've been talking a lot about this lately as you get ready to launch your product, was she asked, why do we think? It is that we sell so many products. Like she's like, she goes, I see you sell out your masterminds right away. And I see you sell out your roundtables right away. And I see you guys sell out, mm. you know, like this event that Lori's doing right away. And, and other people say too, they're like, why does your stuff sell out right away? And there's a formula to it. I guess it's kind of a formula. There's um, definitely a formula. Yeah. It's, it's three things that we just really dial in. And so I thought we could do a deep dive on those three things. It's audience, it's messaging, and it's conversion. So we'll go a little deeper on each of those things, but... When you've got a product, here's what I see, where I see people go wrong all the time. They throw their baby out with the bathwater. In other mm -hmm. words, like, oh, this is not selling. Product sucks. Got to change my brand. Oh, I'm not selling enough of these courses. Throwing this course out and doing a new one. Oh, I'm not selling enough of these masterminds. Only seats. to do it again and have the same thing happen uh -huh. over and over. And I could name a lot of people I care about where they are habitual quitters on their product when they shouldn't be. Yep. They should instead examine these three things, dial them in, dial them in, dial them in, and they will print money in their sleep your audience, your messaging, and your conversion. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of break these down. Lori, audience, what does that mean to you? 
Well, first of all, I just want to say before we get into audience, I just want to say that one of the most empowering things that you guys can learn about, we're not going to talk about it on this podcast because it would be way too long. But when I learned that there are average conversion numbers, yeah, two conversion things. rates, yeah, conversion rates. Mm-hmm. When I learned the rates, it made me go, okay, well, then I need to make sure that I have, and this is when we get into audience, I need to make sure that if I want this many people on this program or to buy this thing or at this event, that I have to have this many people see it. You work backwards from it. You work backwards. Once you learn conversion rates and then lead rates and audience rates, right? You just work backwards from there. Yeah, it was really eye-opening to me how many people don't know this because I was just talking to someone who was launching, putting all of her effort, oh my gosh, all of her effort into her launch, like Mm -hmm. into these videos for launching, into the program. Like this woman was putting so much effort and also just recording all of these incredible videos. And I was like, I know that costs a lot of money. To then find out how many people do you have so far looking at your launch and the number was very low compared to the number that she wanted. And in my head, I did the conversion rates and I was like, oh my gosh, this girl has to 10X the amount of people who see this because she's not gonna come close to that number and she's gonna think it's her stuff and it's not her stuff. Her stuff is amazing. And so that's where we're gonna start with audience is, you know, for us, a lot of people ask when we were in network marketing, how in the world have you guys been so successful in network marketing? The numbers are very, very low of the people who have a, a, a good success right in network marketing. And it was because I was so focused on constantly bringing people into the pipeline, constantly Mm -hmm. getting new audience. And so I was out doing Facebook lives every single day. I was writing a Facebook post every single day. I was doing podcasts. I was doing so many things to get out in front of people that that is how the pipeline was constantly filled. So Chris, let's talk a little bit about, you know, audience numbers for Let's just say when you want to launch something, what are you most focused on? Well, with audience, you have to focus on this. Audience is the overall eyeballs that is hearing your messaging. Yep. The overall eyeballs that come across your, your Facebook or Instagram ad, the overall number of eyeballs or ears that might listen to your podcast, the overall eyeballs or ears that might see your social media, that's your audience. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about on this show in the past, probably not that long ago, I remember, a certain percentage of your audience will always, always, always buy, no matter how good or bad the offer is, because they're just raving fans. Mm -hmm. It's a guaranteed certain small percentage. So just fixing the size of your audience, just growing your audience, that one thing alone will fix a lot of your problems. I always say to a lot of people, when I get under the hood of their business, you don't have a product problem, you don't have a sales problem, you have an audience problem. And they haven't spent enough time growing their audience. Mm -hmm. Now, audience leads to leads. So I'm going to give you hypothetical fictional numbers here. Mm -hmm. If you have a hundred people in your audience, probably only five to 10 are going to turn into real leads. Mm -hmm. That means that they have raised their hand, opted into something and identified themselves as, hey, sounds like you're coming out with something. I'm interested. Tell me more. Right now they went from being an audience member to an actual lead. And that's where people go wrong. They don't actually uncover those numbers and say, okay, how many people are actually raising their hands and turning into a lead? Now, how do you know if they turn into a lead? That means that they join your text list and then opt in Mm -hmm. to an upcoming launch that you have. Or that means that they are in your email, on your email list, and they opt in to a certain warm-up segment that you have going Mm -hmm. when you're about to sell a product. 
So those are the two things you have to manage is grow your audience and then be highly aware of out of that audience who's turning into leads. Now, I have one more interesting thing to point out with this because some people have been talking about something different. Let's say when I was in fitness and then I started to talk about personal development. So I think at one point we, for fitness, we had like 250,000 emails. Yep, on our email And so when I was going to launch personal development stuff, I would think, easy, all these people are going to convert because my numbers are here and conversion of an email like this. You know, this is a really good email. I think this is going to convert at the normal rate, except I was launching it to a group of people who were not opted in mm -hmm. for the new thing I was selling. Yep. Now, they were opted in for fitness, so those conversion rates applied when I was selling a fitness product. But when I went from fitness to personal development, those conversion rates no longer apply. So if you were in something and you're saying, oh, great, or maybe I'll just buy someone's list, or they've got a huge list, or they've got a huge following, but you're trying to launch a product that they did not opt in for, they did not follow that person for, they did not follow you for originally, the average conversion rates are not going to apply. Well, in other words, fine, you got plenty of audience, but they're not going to turn into leads. Correct. They're not going to turn into leads. Now, the, there's a good and a bad to this. The mm -hmm. good is this. I'd rather start with an audience that knows me for something. And if I'm pivoting, at least some of them will come along. Correct. And there's a real art to managing that messaging, by the if way. You're a That's good a whole storyteller. podcast in itself. Yeah, <laughs> like if you're a good storyteller, uh -huh. you can find a way, like I to did. To bring them along on the journey. How fitness can now apply to personal development, because I did a whole thing on how fitness is your first spiritual breakthrough mm -hmm. that just kind of opens you up to, now what? Yep, yeah, you gotta be able to bring them along on the journey and not leave them behind, so to speak. Correct. All right, so that people get it. Mm -hmm. Grow your audience and then make sure you're dialing in how do you convert them into actual leads. Right. The second thing then that they have to examine, we said, was your messaging. Now, under messaging, I literally mean, how are you talking about your product or your upcoming launch? And who is talking about your product or upcoming launch? Is it just you or have you gotten other people to share it? How omnipresent, that's a word I want everybody to be aware of. When you are selling something, you need to be omnipresent. That means people can't open up their Instagram without somebody or you talking about it. Mm -hmm. Someone can't go on a look at podcasts without seeing you on somebody's show, right? Like, or they can't turn on their TV without seeing something about you. So you need to be omnipresent. That's your goal. And one of the best ways to be omnipresent is to look at distribution. That means who else besides you is sharing it mm -hmm. and frequency. Mm -hmm. How often are you sharing it? Are you loud and proud? Are you screaming it from the mountaintops? This is, this will change a lot of listeners life right here. This one thing I see it all the time. You know, I do these round tables and we look under the hood in an intimate way of people's business. In the mastermind, I look under the hood of everyone's business. I see this every time. Great audience, pretty good leads. But do you know what they're not when they're actually opening their cart or when they actually go, you know, and, and sell their product? Hmm. They are not messaging with authority and frequency. Hmm. They're doing what I call an invisible launch. They're like, well, I opened my cart and I emailed my list and I posted today. No, that's not selling. Mm -hmm. You should be adding value 95% of the time. And then the 5% of the time that you're selling, you shouldn't just be kind of selling. You should be selling with a bullhorn. You should be selling on steroids. You should be like, I have to do another post. That's how it should feel. And you should have 20 posts left to do after that. Yes. And here's why. I know you think you're overposting about it when you are in sales mode. You, the listener, I mean. But guess what? The algorithm doesn't show your post to 99% of your audience. So you increase 
the percentage of your audience, you know, they're going to log on at different days, they're going to look at their Instagram different days, they're going to look at their TikTok different days. You increase the chances of somebody seeing that you have indeed opened your cart and you are selling something by posting a lot of times each day. Yeah. And, and if you add value 95% of the time, here's the deal. Anybody who gets annoyed with you for selling and the off chances that you do are the four times a year that you do, then they were never going to buy from you anyway. And they can unfollow. It mm-hmm. actually helps you when yep. they do that for the other people to see you. Because if you love the person and that person adds value to your life, trust me, I don't care how much someone that I love sells me something because if they add value to my life 95% of the time, I don't mind the four times a year that they're launching or the six times per year. I don't care. In fact, if it's the right audience, they're probably observing how you're doing it. So it's Mm -hmm. adding more value. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so if we've grown our audience and, and dialed in our leads, that was number one. And number two, if we have gotten our arms around our messaging, being omnipresent, having good distribution of your messaging and f- good frequency of your messaging, mm-hmm. then the only thing that's left is your conversion, aka yeah. how good are you at asking for the sale? That's what conversion means. It is a percentage of every lead that sees your offer, how many of them pull the trigger, how many of them buy. So if 100 people are leads, that means they go to your sales page and they look at the product that you have for sale. Out of those 100 people, if five people actually pull the trigger and buy, that's a 5% sales conversion. Mm-hmm. If 10 people do, that's 10%. If 20 do, that's 20%, right? Now, there's some rule of thumbs. And these, I understand these are very broad strokes of the brush. But typically, when you're selling any kind of digital product, if you are selling something that is under $99, you really can dial it in and attain a 10 to 12% lead to sales conversion right? So 100 leads, 10 to 12 are buying, easy. So now you know you want more sales, get more leads. If you are selling a product that is, let's say 99 to $500, then you're going to be in that 5 to 10% of conversion. If you are selling a product that is 500 to 1,000 or over 1,000, now it goes down to 3%, 2%, 1%. People with two $3,000 courses, they're really just going to convert 1% to 2%. Mm-hmm. of the number of people that land on their sales page. Now, you might hear this and get depressed, or you might hear this and say, okay, great. If math is the path, then all I have to do is follow the path and work backwards. Yep. If I want more sales, then I need to go get more leads. And if I want more leads, I need to go get more audience. And that's the power of working backwards from this. So mm-hmm. how do you get more, how do you squeeze the juice out of every lead? Because there is an art to this. One person with a $500 product might convert at 4%, and somebody else with a $500 similar product might convert at 10%. Mm. What's the difference? Better product? Nope. No. No. It not, does not mean they have a better product. It means they have a better sales page. They probably worked with a sales copywriter. It means that they have dialed in their pricing a little bit better, and, and even better, I'll take that step further, they do a better job of making sure that you feel like you can't live without that product regardless of pricing. Mm-hmm. They have done a better job of making sure that whoever their demographic is that they want to buy, that the colors and the brand and the feel matches that demographic. Do you know how many like female fitness brands I see where it looks like they're selling to a dude on steroids? Mm-hmm. You got to actually match your demographic. Yeah, it's and, and it, this isn't going to come all at once, you guys. Like, I feel like Chris, you and I have really struggled with like 
design and aesthetic. And we're finally now going, oh, that actually like really pouring ourselves into that. Yep. And that was the last thing for us. Some people, that's the first thing because they're gifted at it. For gifted. Chris and I, we've always, it's been a gift and a curse because we've always been really good with just kind of like selling on the fly, mm -hmm. which is good mm -hmm. and bad because we can fill things, but it takes a lot more effort where if yep. we would have just poured some more effort into design and even our landing pages more in the past, which we are kind of doing all of it now, we would have been able to up our conversion rate, which is what we're talking about. Yep. Absolutely, because when it's like walking into a beautiful store, you're going to buy more stuff. Yeah, it's true. It really walking into a beautiful car dealership versus a junky car dealership. Uh huh. Chances are you're going to buy that car because it's it's a feeling. Well, same thing goes for you and your brand and your sales page. It has to be a visceral feeling. Now, can we touch on this just for one second? Then talking about people might be like, okay, that's great. I just realized that I need to have more numbers, and I'm going to focus there what do I focus on? And I just want to talk about lead magnets for a minute because I don't think a lot of people have good lead magnets or opt-ins that are connected to what they're about to sell. They might have a lead magnet or opt-in or they have something on their page, right? This is what most people have. Well, I have a pop-up that asks them to join my newsletter. You guys, that is not going to get you anyone anymore. Mm -hmm. It's going to catch such a small amount of people that you have to start thinking about two to three things that your people are interested, that are going to add value, that every single post you post can go and have a way to capture people. So that now every post that you do on social media is now intentional. It's not like, hey guys, I'm just going to post. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I did in my business today. It's here's my post. Here's the thought around it. And here's how I'm going to add value to you or capture you. And I have an opt-in for you that you can go to. And opt-ins are, I'll give an example. You know, we've got that internal list uh, with 270 unique opt-in ideas. Did you even know that Nick and I have this? I do now. Yeah, yeah. We literally built an internal list with 270 unique opt-ins. If you guys want it, we're happy to send it to you. We use it, you know, when we're coming up with our new opt-ins, but matter of fact, DM me, do me a favor, DM me the word leads, L-E-A-D-S. DM me the word leads and uh, I'll send it over to you. That'll be the easiest way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that is what, takes people from audience to leads is being able to have an irresistible opt-in that matches where you're trying to go to lead them to a sale. By the way, guys, if you're like, I don't know how to make an opt-in, listen, opt-ins used to take me a week to make, and I just made an opt-in in two hours on ChatGPT. Did you really? Yes. Dang. I literally said, what is an opt-in? And I, I read it first because I know what they are, but I wanted to see if it knew what yeah. it was. Of course it knows it. what it is. <laughs> like, and so I said, I want an opt-in that is around this. I want it to attract these type of people. I want it to have, give me an opt-in around this topic because I don't want to tell you yet because it's not out yet. Uh, and I said, I want it to have four amazing scientific points mm -hmm. about why this is good. And it literally built the entire opt-in for me. I just had to like copy paste and put it together. It did your homework for you. So you guys, all you have to do, this is so easy now. This is insane. What used to take me a week and someone to go and edit all of it now took me two hours. Oh my God. So you have zero excuses to create an opt-in around what you want to do for your people. That is super badass. Okay, so seriously, DM me leads if you want to get our 270 different opt-ins that we choose from when we're building opt-ins. And go examine these three things. Your audience, your messaging, and your conversion rates. You dial those things and you don't have to throw your product out. Stop quitting on your product. 
stop throwing your product out the window. It's not your product. Matter of fact, here's a rule of thumb. Ready? Your product is not the problem until enough people buy it and tell you it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's not your product. It's your audience. It's your messaging and it's your conversion. Mm -hmm. And hey, if you want us to uh, lift the hood on your business and do a deep dive, come to one of our round tables. We're going to do a fall one. All you have to do is just text me the word round table. I'll throw you on the VIP list. Text me the word round table to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word round table to 310-421-0416. By the way, that's an opt-in and I'm turning you into a lead. Boom. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Adios. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.